I'm Scott Hervey with Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Josh Escovito with Weintraub Tobin. A Florida court has refused to dismiss sports psychologist Keith Bell's copyright infringement action filed against the Miami Dolphins defensive back coach Gerald Alexander. That's what we'll be discussing on this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. We previously discussed sports psychologist Keith Bell's lawsuit against the Miami Dolphins defensive backs coach, Gerald Alexander, for copyright infringement, which followed the coach tweeting a known passage from Bell's book, Winning Isn't Normal, and stating, watching interviews of MJ on hashtag the last dance reminds me of this piece. If you don't know, you probably never won anything. This caused Bell to send two cease and desist letters and eventually file suit against Alexander. Of course, Coach Alexander knows his way around a playbook, and in this instance, he pulled a play out of the defense counsel's playbook and filed a motion to dismiss the complaint. Specifically, Alexander moved to dismiss the complaint, arguing that the individual passage in winning that is at issue could not have been independently registered because a work can only be granted a single protection under the Copyright Act. In other words, because the book winning is registered, the registration for the individual passage must be invalid. That's right, Josh. The judge certainly threw a flag on that play. She ruled that regardless of the validity of the separate copyright for the passage, the entire book was registered. And that alone uh, was enough to overcome Alexander's argument. She also stated that the win passage is essentially the heart of uh, the plaintiff's work. And that can be seen through its appearance on numerous products, such as posters and T-shirts, sold through various retailers. Uh, and that if the court considers the separate copyright for the wind passage, then the tweet contains the entirety of the copyrighted work. And Alexander also challenged the complaint under the fair use doctrine. Ultimately, Judge Williams found that full consideration of the fair use defense was inappropriate at this time and would benefit from a more developed record. It's hard to disagree with Judge Williams' position, and she may have said it best herself when she said fair use is generally not considered ripe for adjudication at the motion to dismiss stage. That's exactly right, Josh. Fair use is a mixed question of law and fact. So unless the plaintiff makes it clear that fair use is applicable and evident on the very face of the complaint, a motion to dismiss on the basis of the fair use affirmative defense is unlikely to carry the day. The law is clear that the four factors of fair use must have a holistic, qualitative, and individual analysis. And those factors weighted together in light of the purpose of copyright. But that simply cannot happen at the motion to dismiss stage. Such an analysis is best saved for later in the case. As much as I wish that weren't the case at times, I agree. So this case will move on to the discovery phase unless it settles. Whether that happens will depend in part on how reasonable Bell is. He does represent himself, so it isn't as if he's incurring attorney's fees, but we'll have to keep an eye on this one. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel. And if you're interested in more content like this, please check out our back episodes and visit us at the IPLawBlog.com. <laughs>